outside. It's the first. I don't like it. It's the first week where I've actually noticed that it's dark outside. I know. And winter's coming. Oh, all right, Game of Thrones. Um, hello to everyone listening. Hi. We are recording this <clears throat> and doing the show on International Podcast Day and International Translation Day and International. We didn't get nominated for an award, if you're wondering. We don't care. We don't care. We don't care. We're, We're not bitter. Duncan did... It's not the winning, it's the taking part. Duncan didn't did care, but he's got over it now. Well, I still care. I'm putting on a brave face. Are you? Well done, Four you. years of RADA. Four RADA. I can now... I'm acting uh, nonchalant. Oh, it's so weird. When, in fact, inside... It's melting. Uh, it's tearing me apart. Um, would you like to... Should we talk about what we did get nominated? Like, the station, meaning us as a team. Fine, you do that. I'll go put the kettle on. Okay. Uh, Innovation Award, Specialist Music Award, Male Presenter of the Year, Station of the Year. So that's us. We were both in that, in the award-nominated <sighs> bit. We're in the... And uh, Volunteer of the Year. Right, anyway, moving on. Good. Volunteer of the Year. Volunteer of the Who Year. On earth would have been nominated uh, for that? Some middle-aged woman. <laughs> Was it you? Yeah, it was me, yeah. Well... Thank you. Well done to you for Thanks. that. Your chances on a scale of one to a hundred? About four. Oh, that yeah. much? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. But, you know, you've got to be in it to win it. Well, exactly. I'm, at least I'm in it. you are in it. I could... I am not. I would be happy with a bronze because I, I got, I've been nominated this before. Yeah. Um, and I, I was either fifth or fourth. Because right. they, they, there's top five, and they read out who's three, two, and one. So I. Be, because you weren't in the top three, you don't, you didn't pay any attention to whether you came fourth or fifth. They didn't say. Oh, they just go okay. bronzes, silver right. is. Yes. So I'll be happy with the bronze. Okay. It's going in the right direction. Well, I want you to get gold. Do you? Why? Yes, so then I, I mention your name. It will do wonders for your, your self-esteem. Blood pressure. No, I don't. No, you see, you shouldn't be mentioning my name. Why? Because it's not for male for presenting. It's for being the volunteer. It's nothing to do yeah, with your you, shows. You've helped. It's for me, all the other stuff. But you know, you've helped. You do other stuff, don't you? Uh, do I? Don't you? I don't know. Um, but you've helped me in my years of being here. Have I? Yes, yeah, I want to rant to. <laughs> okay. Yeah, someone because, to complain to. Well, yeah, yeah, because. Basically, you complain about everybody else. Pretty much, so, yeah, yeah. That is yeah. very true. Anyway, uh, when are the uh, when's the ceremony? In Barry, in Wales, uh, on October the twenty sixth. Well, good luck. Four to Four days sir. before Wickham Sound's birthday. Five days. Well, wouldn't that be a lovely present it if would we be won nice. all five? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good luck to you, sir. Thank you. Well done, and well done to everybody else who was nominated. Um, I mean, it's just community radio awards. <laughs> it's not. It's not the Aries. It's not the the Arias or the so Sonys or anything no. like that. But you know, good for you. Thank you. Um, now you may have noticed uh, there is no man on a motorbike this week <gasps> with a very deep voice. Oh, no, Toby, um, because he frankly couldn't be bothered. Shall I read out what his message yeah, was? Because he me- couldn't even be bothered to give a, a a genuine excuse. Have you noticed that neither of us have replied? Yeah, oh, I should have replied. Hi, guys, I'm really sorry, but I won't be able to make it to tonight's show. I will be there next week ready to talk about Monday, about Jokers. Shall I send him a video message? You could do. What are you going to say? I don't know. Oh. Oh, that's the wrong way around. We could do this live on... on... Okay, live video messaging. Hi, Toby. Uh, we're recording the podcast a minute. There's Duncan. Um, Hi, Toby. Um, we just wanted to say that it, it's a shame you're not here. It's not really. It's not really, no. Um, how dare you not come in? That's How dare you not give an excuse for not coming yeah, in? That's yeah, what the was main your excuse, thing. huh? Huh? A better offer came up, did it? Probably. Fine. Yeah. Well, I can understand that. Yeah, that's fair enough. Oh, there you go. Well, that's all we could send. Oh, okay. A minute. A lo- there, there we go. go. We've sent that to him. Good. Good. We might get a reply. Well, in the, at the end of the show. At the end of the show. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Should Content. we do a show or not? Is it worth doing it without Toby? That's the question. 
we've 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 been fine before. That's true. Let's yeah. do let's do a show. Okay. Um. Well, you can start then. Uh, should I say what we're going to be talking about? No, because you'll do that in a minute. You've got to start it like like Toby would start it. Okay. <clears throat> Ladies and no, no, no. You got to you got to do it like Toby. Oh, okay. On with the show. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Monday movies on Wickham Sound one hundred six point six FM. On tonight's show, we will run down uh, the box office top ten in the UK. We'll have a look at a little bit of film news, and we will review tomorrow, Ready or Not, and The Goldfinch. Uh, I'm Duncan Strip, and here to help me out by not watching any films, but with four years of film and TV drama and drama studies. Hello, uh, it's Luke. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? It's just us. The dream team. It's just us. Just uh, Mason's not very well. Get well soon, Mason. He's gone home. Get well soon. And Toby, no excuse. Just said he, he just didn't be want here. to come in. Didn't want to be no. here. I don't know why. But uh, he, and he'll be in next week, and then won't come in ever again. Probably. He promised he'll be in next week because uh, there's actually a film out that he wants to watch, <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. which is Joker, of course. You joke. I do not. Okay. It's out uh, on Friday. If you're looking forward to that, huge billboards all around town for it. Have you seen them? No, I haven't actually. It's massive billboards, oh. yeah. Five star reviews across I the board. I don't go out. Well, you should. You no, should go okay. out more, yeah. Uh, but we'll start, shall we, with uh, the top ten films at the UK box office. This week's number ten. Actually, can we just can we can we start at number fourteen? This week's number fourteen, The Kitchen. Because uh, it's still showing in Cineworld in High Wycombe. Uh, it's the it's it's actually a comic book movie. Oh, although okay. I wouldn't know that you wouldn't know that from watching it either. Okay. <clears throat> about three women who are uh, the wives of gangsters the gangsters get put into prison and they take over their uh, racketing operation uh-huh. uh, and it's got melissa mccarthy uh, tiffany haddish and elizabeth moss uh, who, who are all really good but the film's very flat and it doesn't really oh. work can't work out if it wants to be a comedy or a drama so it it doesn't really work particularly well but those three are really good. Well, that's good then. Yeah. Uh, this week's number 13, Angel, Angel Has Fallen. Oh, I wasn't going to go for that because that's an old one, but if no, we we're could... We're going for it. No, go on with you. <laughs> you want to start from 14? No, I, do, I just wanted to... Tell me about Angel Has Fallen. Oh, uh, Angel Has Fallen. It's the best of the Has Fallen films. There How's that? That's yes? perfect. Good. Uh, this week's number 12... No, we're not doing all of them. Fleabag. No, <laughs> you wanted to start from 14. Tell me about Fleabag. Fleabag is the National Theatre Live uh, where they showed Fleabag. Uh, which is currently... No, I think it's finished now. Yeah, I think it was his last performance. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, alone on a stage, doing Fleabag the way she did it in 2013. Yeah. I think when she debuted it at the Edinburgh Comedy Festival. Uh, this week's number 11, The yes, Farewell. I did, I did want to do number 11. Well, because Tell we, me about it. Because we reviewed it last week, briefly, uh, but it wasn't showing anywhere in Wickham. But it is now. It's now on at Cineworld. Bizarre. Uh, so if you're, if you're tired of all the big budget blockbusters, comic book movies, superhero movies, and you like want a nice family drama, this is one for you. It's uh, it's subtitled. Oh. So I know some people have a problem with subtitles. 80% subtitled, but it's really good. It's about a young Chinese girl living in America, uh, and she finds out her nan, who she loves very much, has been diagnosed with cancer back in China, but the family have decided not to tell her, oh. because in Chinese um, tradition... They say it's not the disease that kills you, it's knowing about it and the worry. Which, there's probably something there's probably in some that. Sense, yeah. There is probably something in that. Uh, so she go, they, uh, they have a wedding for one of the cousins, so they all go to China so they can all be with her for uh, one last time, but they're not allowed to say why they're there, really, which okay. is to say goodbye to her and the people getting married. It's never specified in the film, but I think it's implied that the people getting married don't want to get married. 
they're just being forced to get <laughs> married, get married. To, to, so this family can get together. And it's a really sweet film. Aquafina is the lead. She's really good. She was in um, Ocean's 8. Oh. Earlier this year or last year? Was, last year, I think. I think beginning of this year, ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's a really sweet little film. Uh, you know, it'll make you want to hug some family. Oh. Not all of them. No. Because there's always some that, no, right, you know, you don't yeah. want to hug. Just, but, I've got a couple. Have you? Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this week's number 15, because I feel so we've missed it out. Angry Birds 2. Oh, it's really good. Good. It's surprisingly good. And no, I only wanted to do the 14 and 11 uh, because they're current. You and, see what I mean? And that's this week's Monday Movies. Monday Goodbye. Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. This week's number 10, Toy Story 4. Well, we've said everything we're going to say okay. about this, haven't we? Because um, it's doing fantastic business. It is now up to 65 million at the UK box office. Impressive. And actually, over last weekend, it uh, went up. Oh, wow. It okay. took more than the previous week. Um, I don't know if it was school... Was it school holidays at the end of last week? No. I'm not sure, because all the kids' films went up last oh, last strange. weekend for some reason. I don't know why. Was it, so, it wasn't really a wet weekend either, really, was it? Uh, it wasn't particularly nice last weekend, was it? It was a bit... I'm talking about the one just gone yesterday oh, and the yes, day before. No. Yeah. no, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's probably why then. Over that weekend, yeah. it, uh, all the kids' films went up. But that's it, probably why. It's brilliant, and they, you know, we were worried that it wasn't going to be as good as the first three, but it is. Has it beaten them yet? Uh, box office wise, yeah. I think it's beaten two of them. Right. I think it's the second uh, most successful um, Toy Story film. This week's number nine. Da, 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 yes. da, Dora. Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Uh, much better than I expected it to, to be. Uh, it's a live action version of the kids' cartoon, which I've never seen, which is about, from what I can tell, it's about a very annoying girl who knows everything and wants to tell everybody, uh, which makes it sound really annoying. It but reminds me all of the, <laughs> All the other characters sort of take the mickey out of her for, yeah. for doing that, and she makes up songs about stuff and she has to go into the jungle to rescue her parents who are looking for the lost city of gold and they've been kidnapped uh, by people who want to get their hands on the gold and it's really good and it's the only film I think in the top ten probably the only film this year that has a song about um, doing a poo in the jungle (laughs) nice and it's an educational it basically tells you if you're in the jungle or a forest and you're caught short and need a poo it explains to you in song form how to do it and how to do it safely. <laughs> right. Uh, this week's number eight, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Just thought next time you're looking around you in the manor <laughs> and you're in the garden. It's not really a jungle, you... <laughs> is it? It's a jungle out there. Yeah, well... Sometimes it makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Well, OK, move on. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. yeah, I will move on as soon as you said what we're moving on to. I did. This week's number eight, oh. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, very good. Very long. It's fantastic. It's, I'm doing a table. It's fantastic. Um, it's, it is very good. It's very well written, but it is way too long. At least half an hour too long. It needed a good 30 minutes chopped out of it. Um, there was a worry that it was going to be too much about the Sharon Tate mur- and the Roman Polanski case. And they are in it, but they're in it peripherally. And the fact that it's it kind of rewrites history. And the fact that it's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... It kind of gives you the clue that it's it's like a fairy tale. Right, okay. Once upon a time, uh, so they, yeah. yeah. Wasn't it as well, once upon a time, dot, 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 in Hollywood? Yes, it was. So that, that kind of tells you. So the, the, the Tate murders, I can't really say, but they don't feature the way you think they're going to feature. Uh, and it's an 18 certificate, and uh, for the first two hours I sat there thinking, why on earth is this an 18 certificate? I don't understand. A bit of swearing, but... And then the last 15 minutes, wow. 
It's very 18. It, it, right, very, okay. very 18 certificate, yeah. I mean, performances are really good. Brad Pitt's very good. Leonardo DiCaprio is good. Uh, if you're going to see it because of Margot Robbie... Uh, because she's on all the advertising and she's done all the interviews and all the press for it, be uh, warned, she's only in it for about 10 minutes. Oh. And she has very few lines. Oh. So That's not good. No. Uh, this week's number seven, Casino Royale, Secret Cinema 2019. Very good with your sound effects, aren't you? Mm. Mm. Mr. Bond. This must be the last it week. It has to be. Surely this I has to be the, the last end, week. Um, end of September and we are now there that's, well, they, that's they are it. now advertising Stranger Things quite heavily because uh, uh, that's the next secret cinema so I'd imagine this is now finished they lined up um, secret cinema with uh, the Stranger Things now that they have announced that they're doing another series of it oh are they oh yeah. hold the press okay I will some breaking secret cinema news yeah if you missed Casino Royale, then good news. What? You can see it June uh, 19... Uh, oh, no, that's October. I thought it said 2020. <laughs> it finishes in October. OK, there good. There we go. But it's uh, taken £8 million, which is... It's done well. Not bad. No. Not bad at all. be interesting to know how much it costs to put on. Because it can't be cheap, because you're, you're paying all the actors... Uh, yeah. paying for the film itself. Building sets. The food. The food. The drink. Although you have to buy that, don't you? Or is it free? I don't know. Because the tickets aren't cheap either. No, the tickets are not cheap about at all. £50 or something to go and see a film. It's, uh, oh, I they're think. doing it in Shanghai. From, uh, so they're moving it from, oh. moving everything. I'm just reading. They're uh, moving it all in, into Shanghai and it runs until the 6th of October in London and they move it all, all over there. Well, maybe we should do Monday Movies live from, from Shanghai. Shanghai. I like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, standard tickets are £49 to £79. Pounds. That's a lot of money. VIP, £125 to £175. Wow. I'd want to meet James Bond. <laughs> would that, you? Okay, yeah, I would. Uh, this week's number six. <laughs> The Lion King. Uh, the Lion King. Well, we've said everything we need to say about it, really. It's quite, kind of pointless, but very impressive. Yeah. Uh, you've seen... You haven't seen no, 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 no. Of course you haven't. It's a well, film. Yeah, um, and there's no point. Why? There, there is just the Lion well, King. Well, no. But, I mean, from a technical point of view, it is stunning. Uh, there's one scene, as we've said, that is real, and that is the opening um, right? sunrise. You got that bit right. Yeah, well done. Despite never seeing. Yeah. Um, and it looks set to be one of the top. Well, it will be the second biggest. Fi- no, the first biggest, the highest box office of the year. I you think. Sure? I think. Does that now? Because it's taken seventy-four million. When will we start hearing about um, Oscars and, and mm. film? Because. Will they put it in for live action? Because they keep calling it live action. Disney are calling it their most successful live action film ever. But it is patently not live action. No. It is... But then you can't really call it animation because it's photorealistic. Yeah. So it's like they're going to have to create a whole new category or out of just all, for this. Out of all of them, animation is the closest because yes. it is a, it's a spin-off of animation. Because it's not. there are no real lines in it. N- there are no real... Sorry to disappoint you. Oh. There are no real lines I thought lions sang like that and had no, no emotions. No, 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 no. No? No, 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 no? OK. But it's doing very well. Put it that way. It is. Very, very well. Uh, this week's number five. Yes. <laughs> Hustlers. We've got, we got something for everyone. I'm trying, trying. to do that, I, yeah. OK. Uh, Hustlers is really good. It's... Um, if you think of it as a, cr- a female cross between Goodfellas and Magic Mike... 
Right, okay. So it's about a group of women who are pole dancers and strippers in clubs in uh, the early 2000s who are basically being ripped off by all the bankers who've got all the money and then when the banking crash happens they decide to get their own back by uh, ripping off all the bankers. Um, it's very entertaining. It's a lot It's a lot more serious than you think it's going to be but yeah. it's also very funny and J-Lo is surprisingly good. It's very good, yeah. I mean, she's very good. You, you were full of praise. I was, yeah. I mean, there's talk of Oscars. There we go. But it's a bit early. A little bit. Uh, this week's number four, Rambo Last Blood, is Royal Blood. Yeah, I could have been It's not working now, is it? So Rambo Last Blood, which, yeah, number four, took a million pounds in its opening week, uh, which is, I mean, it's, uh, it's a horrifying thought that that many people have gone to see this piece of But then if garbage. they've seen the other ones, and you don't know how bad a film's going to be until you see it. No, but all the other ones have got steadily worse. Um, there hasn't been a good one since the first one, basically. Uh, the second True. two were kind of exploitation films. Uh, and even the guy who wrote the original novel that the character is based on has taken to Twitter and the press to say that he is horrified by what's been done to his characters and he disowns it and he thinks it's a, a, a lamentable piece of work. And it is. It's just... It is it's horrible. It is basically a filmed version of uh, Donald Trump's... Um, border policy in Mexico. It's, right. It is a horrible, gratuitous violence at the end. Um, imagine Home Alone in underground tunnels. Fair enough, with OK. really gruesome violence. That's what the second half is. And on top of all that, it's really badly made. It's badly directed. It's not very well acted. The editing is terrible. Um, there's nothing. There's no redeeming feature. Are you sure you're not going to have a rant about it? No, that's it. But there is absolutely no redeeming features of Rambo at all. Do not go and see it. When there's so much good stuff in the cinema. Top 15, really. Yeah. Go and see anything. But that. But that. I mean, even go and see... What's the word? I mean... Even go... How about, you know, if, would you rather go and see... Do you know what? There's nothing... That's e- not better. Even Oh, yes. well, I mean, that's one of the one of the best, certainly one of the best kids' films of the year. Yeah. So yeah, there's nothing in the top fifteen that is worse than Rambo. Well, there we go. I doubt there'll be a film that comes out this year that is worse than Rambo. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, this week's just num- my opinion, and you're always right. Uh, this week's number three, it chapter two. And after me complaining that you couldn't watch It Chapter One anywhere because no one was renting it the other week, it is now available on Amazon Prime. Oh, there we go. So they heard, they were it. listening. Yeah. Um, and it's really good. There was lots of complaints saying it was too long, it was too drawn out, and it wasn't as good as the first one. It's not as good as the first one because the first one was surprisingly good. Um, but it is still really entertaining. It all falls apart a little bit at the end. But then the first one did as well. Because the majority of the effects for the first two hours are all practical, and then it all goes a bit CG at the end, uh, and that lets it down. But it is really good as a as a pair of films. They will play very very well together. Were you what? But would you sit? How long is the first one? They're both about three hours yeah, long. That's, yeah, that's they're both very long. Uh, this week's number two, Ad Astra. That's Latin. It is Latin for To the Stars. So this is the Brad Pitt film, which has been described as 2001 meets Apocalypse Now. Um, And it's sort of, it's very divisive because it's split opinion. People either think it's absolutely fantastic or pretty terrible. I'm somewhere in the middle. It's not as good as the trailer makes out. It's not the film that the trailer makes out it's going to be. The trailer makes out it's a big action film in space, which would have been good uh but the film is actually wants to be a meditation on life loss and family in space which would have been fine as well um 
but it ends up being a strange mishmash of the two and it feels like the little action set pieces that are put in it have been put in by somebody else or have been insisted on by somebody else because it was too um, cerebral for them um, <laughs> but it's about Brad Pitt going into space to find his father who was running a project and he's gone rogue and he's got to get rid of him Brad Pitt in space and there's this t- a terrible voiceover so Brad Pitt will be sitting there looking pensive and you know what's going on mm. so you know what he's supposed to be thinking but you know his voiceover come, comes over and he's basically saying I'm feeling very lost and lonely and it's Brad Pitt where, is, where is my father yeah, yeah but he tells you everything that he's uh, thinking and it's just a little bit whereas in the Martian on the nose which is on TV this week I like that film. Mm. That's a good film. But that has voiceover stuff, but that's done very well. Well, Apocalypse Now has the voiceover as well, which works. And this just doesn't. You don't need the voiceover. It's just a bit... And then... Spoiler. Spoiler? Yeah, you got a spoiler? Would you like a spoiler? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. There's a bit with a monkey, believe it or not, right. which I f- refuse to believe was in the original script. Tell I me think, what happens. I think that's been... He finds a spaceship floating in space. That There's a distress call. He goes on. Everyone's dead, but he gets attacked by a monkey in a space <laughs> suit. You see, now that doesn't make it sound like the kind of film that it, it actually is. Was that part of Dora? <laughs> Could be. Did a bit of the set yeah, just come yeah. through. And then Dora walks up behind <laughs> going, and this is what happens when you put a monkey in space. Yeah, nice. They, okay. they go mad. Are you ready for this? Have you got your tissues? <laughs> yep. This week's number one, Downton Abbey. Ah... I don't think anyone who's been to see it has disliked it because no. if you're going to see it, you've seen the TV series and this is just like a big blockbuster version of the TV series. Tell a lie, Bob. Bob. Oh, Bob didn't like it. <laughs> just thought it shouldn't have been quite as much like the TV. No. Uh, Sally went to see it last week. Did. She really loved it as well. And if you like Downton Abbey, there's absolutely nothing to dislike about the film Downton Abbey. It's like a big Christmas special. Just not set at Christmas. Don't start crying. You look like you're just about to. I'm not going to start crying. No, no, the music. I I nearly teared up as that theme played as the Abbey appeared, uh, but sort of 15 minutes in when they approached the uh, Downton Abbey, and yeah, I got a little bit goosebumpy and a little bit teary because yeah, it's really good. It's good. Maggie Smith is fantastic. I think Maggie Smith is the one cast member you couldn't lose. But and I'm not going to say why, but spoiler. At the, at the end of the film, yeah. it's suggested mm-hmm. that it could be her last one. Oh, yes, it is. So if they did do another one, which there are rumours, and she wasn't in it... But that could be hedging their bets. That is true. Because Maggie Smith's getting on. Yes. So, OK, yes. Yeah. Fair enough. But yes, it, it is indicated at the end that uh, she may not return. No. But it's, it's great. It's She's re- gone off to space with a monkey yes. and Dora the Explorer. It is really lovely and it's doing fantastic business. And it could get into the top ten films of the year. It's got to get uh, Once Upon a Time in America out of the way. Wow. But it probably will do that, because it's just going to keep on selling. I think. You think? Is that your prediction? That is my prediction. Fair enough. Uh, So that is this week's top ten at the UK box office. We will have reviews of Ready or Not the Goldfinch. And tomorrow, but we're doing it today, after this. This is Wickham Sound. 
Welcome back to Monday Movies. I forgot to say at the top of the hour, people can get in touch. How do they do that? If, they've, if you've seen anything and you want us to tell... If you've seen Rambo and disagree with me, we would love to hear from Duncan you. Duncan would love an argument. Uh, you, on Facebook, we are Wixo Monday Movies. Uh, we're at Wickham Sound on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can email mondaymovies at wickhamsound.org.uk or you can call us or WhatsApp us on 01494 Get involved. Do it. Because we're quite lonely. There's only the two of us. Just the two Hi, of us. Hi, Toby. I wonder what Hello. he's doing. Why He just said, I'm not coming. He's not. He just, there was no... Um, if this was a proper job, he would yeah. have to give a reason why he's not turning I up I think I've work. actually got his... Uh, Toby, what's your reason? I haven't seen any buses. I mean, that's right. <laughs> he's just okay. not seen any buses. Cool. Uh, right, let's have some film reviews. Three new releases were released on Friday, <laughs> funny enough. Yeah, three new releases came out on Friday. Which would you like first? I would like number two. Well, that's that's uh, Ready or Not. Let's have it then. So we have Ready or Not. So Ready or Not is a horror-slash-comedy-ish, I suppose, um... Starring Samara Weaving, who I know very well because you're she, best friends with her. I no, think? she used to be in Home and Away. Oh. She played India in not the whole country, just <laughs> a, a wow. person called India in Home and Away. And she's also Hugo, Hugo Weaving's um, sister, brother, niece. Right, Hugo Weaving, who was in the Matrix films as Agent. You know, he was the agent who was after him all the time. Ah, uh, right. Forget what it is. Agent Smith. Oh, yes. In the Matrix films. So, Samara Weaving, uh, <coughs> excuse me, plays Grace, and uh, we join her on her wedding day. She is marrying Adam Brody, who's playing Daniel Le Domas, part of Le Domas um, family, and they own a gaming company who make right. board games, like Waddington's. Okay, yes. It's called the Le Domas Dominion. That's quite nice. Uh, She gets to the house, which is a huge country pile in the middle of the countryside, uh, and all the family are just a little bit weird. They all look a little bit scary. Uh, She's she's quite nervous. Uh, But then his mother comes up to her, played by Andy McDowell from Four Weddings and a Funeral, to say, don't worry, I know we all seem a bit odd and we all seem a bit scary, but we're not really, and you're a breath of fresh air. I like you, even if nobody else does. So they get married, and she's getting ready for her wedding night when she's told by her husband, her now husband, that there is a tradition in the family and at midnight they have to play a game there's a box with some cards in each card has a name of a game and they have to play a game let me guess it turns into Jumanji nope no. uh, and that's they have to do that otherwise she can't marry into the family she thinks bit weird but alright all right, why be, not it could be worse yeah turns out the family have done a pact with the devil to get their fortune so the, and de- the devil <laughs> there it is <laughs> yes um, and they have to play the game that's picked, but if anyone picks hide-and-seek, they play it for real, and they play it to the death. And she, unfortunately, <laughs> picks... sorry? ..to the death. So, so they, she, Well, they have to go around killing they, each other. They, if they kill can. the person who's hiding. So she picks hide-and-seek, and she's told she's got to play the game, and so she joins in, and then suddenly the family go away and start tooling up with axes, crossbows, guns, rifles, shotguns, anything they can to try and find her in the house. She finds this out because the husband gets so guilty about what's happening uh, that he finds her and says, look, I've got to tell you, this is for real. They are going to kill you because they they have been told it's a pact with the devil. If she doesn't die before sunrise, they will all die. 
so that's the thing so it's a really tight 90 minute film it starts at the wedding you get straight into the action there's no long preamble and then it's 90 minutes of her hiding and trying to hide from this family who are trying to kill her some of them not as good as others the people who are in the family are quite good the people who have married into the family not so good there's a really funny one about a a woman who's taking drugs through most of the night and everything she picks up she fires by mistake and starts killing the staff and other members of the family by mistake uh and she, yes, she has to last till sunrise. Uh, yes, you have a question. Tell me what you think about you have a me. Question. What is this film? It's, it's really good. Right, okay. It's re- it, what it is, is a satire on the rich. Right. Because there's lots of films that say the rich are very different to us. Yes. You know, they're not normal. No, yeah. They are strange, a different breed. So it's a satire on the rich. You could say, and what I saw in it, and I don't know if anybody else would, it's a satire on the state of the, the UK and America currently with the people in power and the people that they are ruling over Um, it's got I mean Samara Weaving's been in a couple of American films she was in three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri but in a very small role but this is her breakout role she is absolutely fantastic in it and she looks very much like Margot Robbie and sounds very much like Margot Robbie as well but they're both Australian blonde Australian girls question yeah tell me what you think about me you know you said you've got to play hide and seek for real yeah I didn't realise the for real version. Like the, uh, well, the, yeah. Is, I, was there ever rules that that was, you know, if you found them? Yeah, there is now. <laughs> um, but this is really good. And it's a really tight 90 minutes. And unlike some horror comedies, it doesn't run out of steam as it gets to the end. It ramps up and it's got a fantastic payoff when you find out about the Pact with the Devil. Was it a real pact with the devil or are they all just mad? Or did they actually make a pact with the devil and are they going to die? And it's really good. The laughs are funny. The deaths are funny. It's the kind of violence... So it's It's got similar violence to Rambo. Right, OK, but done well. But in an evil dead Sam Raimi kind of way, done really well. It's tightly directed, it's tightly written, the performances are great. Andy McDowell is really good as the mother. Uh, yeah, it's thoroughly entertaining. Out of, t- out of ten? Eight. Wow. Eight out of ten. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It is really, really good fun. Um, and just because we haven't done it in a while. Mother! You kept saying mother. Oh, ma- did I? Yeah, you oh, did. Oh, OK, yes. I mother. didn't have any time to play it, so I just Oh, it OK. Yeah, so that is currently showing uh, Empire Anthony World, it's and it is nice. very, very good. Good? Let's have number three. Number three. That would be tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Yes. I love you tomorrow. Yesterday. Tomorrow. Yes, no. No, we've had yesterday. No, that was the Beatles one. Now we've got tomorrow. tomorrow. Now when, we just need a film called Today. today. This is really weird. <laughs> what, the other one wasn't? This film is really weird. Um, so I'd never heard of this film. Okay. And I just saw that it was on. <clears throat> and it's got Stephen Fry on the poster. Must be good. So I thought I'd go and see it. Went in the usual time, you know, ten minutes in, so you miss all the trailers and adverts. No trailers, no. No, no adverts before it. So I missed the first 10 minutes of the film. Uh, it's basically about a, a, a Gulf War veteran who gets paralysed, comes back to the UK, is struggling, goes to a pub, meets... Um, a, a, his name, for some reason, is... Uh, what was his name? One second. Tesla is the guy's name. Is he a car? No. Is he a scientist? No, oh. neither. Uh, and in a pub he meets Sky, another man who doesn't seem to have a care in the world and is living as if there's no tomorrow, and his two girlfriends. Um, Tesla starts dating one of the his girlfriends, uh, who's looking to... She's done a business plan. She wants to open a restaurant, and he wants to help her open a restaurant. Um, Sky's dad 
puts a load of money in and helps them. And it turns out that he can't cope with his PTSD, which he keeps having flashbacks to the war. Um, Sky is HIV positive, which you find out near the end. And Stephen Fry turns up as a health worker to give kind of a government health warning little lecture about how things have changed and it's not a death sentence and and it's just a, i'm very confused it's just a really weird it feels like and i put this on twitter it feels like you're you watching have twitter. Oh, yeah, i do have twitter it feels like you're watching the last episode of an itv drama okay a subpar ITV drama on a Wednesday night and you've just watched that, that this is the last episode so you've missed everything that's gone before and it tries to cram all this in and it's it's a real mess it's written uh, by the star Stuart Brennan and uh, Sebastian Street they play the two leads um, the women are basically given nothing to do they're just ciphers that you know have to stand around in the in, in the in the background uh, Stephen Fry's there God knows why I don't know it's produced by Martin Scorsese okay again uh, that I think is because it's directed by Martha Pinson who was his script supervisor on a few films but it's just a really strange film that doesn't really have any right being in a cinema because it's not cinematic in the slightest mm. the acting is really wooden and like I said, it's like a bad ITV drama and you've missed the first ten episodes and you're just catching the last one. That is very odd. It is. So there's... Yeah, that's strange. It's, it's just a very... Do you think it would do better on TV? It would look better on TV. Right. Yes, a lot of these... I mean, the poster, if you can see... On the poster, there's a big explosion, like, in the war. None of that's in the film. Oh. Unless that was in the opening ten, ten minutes. minutes and you missed it. But, Maybe that's yeah. why you're confused, because you missed all the key points in the first ten minutes. No, there was, the key points are he was in the... He was in the uh, he was a bomb disposal thing in the Gulf War. He gets blown up. He loses the use of his legs, and now he can't cope. It's just a very strange film that I did not understand why it was on in a cinema. Out of ten? Nor did the other three people that were in the cinema <laughs> right, with okay. me. And by the end, it was just, just me. Ah, uh, yeah. Out of ten, yeah. three. And even the, uh, two. Two. It's going down two. I was trying to think what the third third no. star could have so been. So nearly for. as bad as Rambo. Because Rambo got oh, Rambo got minus ten. Yeah, Sorry. got minus ten. Yeah. Nothing's as bad as no. Rambo. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, number one then. Uh, number one is the big film of the week, which is the Goldfinch. Right. Heard of the Goldfinch? A book and yes. won uh, an award. It won the Pulitzer Prize for Best Novel, uh, written by Donna Tartt. It is uh, about 750 pages long, so it's a huge tome of a book, uh, which had fantastic reviews as well. And I know people who have read it who said it's a real page-turner, and they absolutely love it. So it stars Ansel Elgort as Theo Decker, and it opens with him in um, Amsterdam... Uh, and he starts talking about his past. He's in a bad way in Amsterdam. Something's happened, we don't know what. We flash back to when he was a young boy, where he is played by Oakes Fegley. That's a real name. OK. And he loses his mother when there is an explosion in uh, an art gallery in New York. Right. And he is taken to live with a very wealthy couple in uptown Manhattan, uh, the mother of which is um, Nicole Kidman. So he goes to live there. Eventually his father comes along and says he's taking him to live with him in a housing estate in Nevada where he basically just wants to use him for his money because he thinks his mother's left him a load of money. Um, and all behind all this, the Goldfinch is a painting, a famous painting, which was in the room that he was in when the bomb went off and the painting went missing. 
and there are people that know the painting went missing and think that he had something to do with it uh he meets um while he was this is getting confusing while he was before the bomb went off he is attracted to a young girl who is standing looking at the same painting with him with her old um i think he's her guardian and apparently the guardian gives him a ring and it's got the name of an antique dealer on the ring so he goes to this antique dealer where jeffrey wright is there and that was his partner so his partner is now dead and he becomes fascinated with antiques and he grows up when he comes back to new york from nevada he goes and works for this antique dealer and does some dodgy antique deals and it keeps flashing back between these from him as a child him as uh, a grown-up and him in nevada and it flashes between these three time frames really confusingly yes it sounds um, it. and in the book apparently it's not it's a linear story it just oh okay so they're not doing it like that it's try it's like they've taken a book that's quite simple and tried to make it more complicated uh so the book's 750 pages long they obviously wanted everything in the book in the film so the film is nearly three hours long um and it feels really rushed like they're trying to cram everything in whilst at the same time feeling deathly slow and you don't care about any of these characters because none of them come across as being real living breathing people they nothing rings true it all seems artificial and you're going to say something you keep going okay. you're on a roll it seems really artificial. None of them speak like real people. They speak like characters in a novel. Right. And if you've ever read a novel, they, people don't write novels, dialogue, the way people no. actually speak. No. It's just that when you read it in your head, you kind of translate it into actual, actual dialogue. Yeah. But they seem to be reading dialogue from a novel, which doesn't work at all. And you, it's a really strange setting, because it's set in the modern day. But it feels like it's set in the 50s. Oh, that's So every 15 minutes, someone will get a mobile phone out and I'd be like, oh, blimey. Oh, it's set now. Cool, blimey. Oh, I thought, it, I thought it was set 50 years ago. Do you think if they'd stuck like the book and just done it in the right order, it would have helped? Well, I don't know, because I've got this... I know the story, I, so you could rearrange those bits of the yeah. film into a linear story, and it was just boring i mean really really dull the last 15 minutes which is when it goes back to where it was at the start in amsterdam it's like a small 15 minute gangster film right. that is stuck on the end and none of it seems to make any sense the characters don't aren't believable the dialogue is pretty terrible and yet everything else is really good the music's fantastic the cinematography is by roger deakin who's probably one of the best cinematographers in the yeah. world and that looks fantastic um the acting is should be good. It's got Ansel Elgort, who's so good in Baby Driver. It's got Nic- Nicole Kidman, Jeffrey Wright. But they just seem lost. And it's as though the film is shouting at you in every scene, this is an important movie. This is a serious movie. Take this seriously, because this has got something to say. And actually, it hasn't really got anything to say. It's a very empty, vapid movie. This will be interesting. Out of ten. Three. Mm. And, I, and the funny thing is, I'd read so many bad reviews before I went in. Yeah. And I thought, uh, wouldn't it be nice if I come out going, do you know what? Actually, Actually, that wasn't bad. But it was as bad as the reviews say. Oh it's a very odd film. And it's funny because the director, whose name I... John Crowley. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, was it John Crowley? Yeah. His last film, Brooklyn, with Saoirse Ronan, was really good. And that was based on a novel. And that was really moving. And it got the tone right. It got the pace right. This is just... Dull. Do you think just some books don't aren't good enough for the big screen? 
Should have just stayed in the book. Works you mean better some, in the book. Maybe some books are too good oh, for maybe. the big screen. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Do you think? Possibly. Is that possible? Find out. After the break. This is Wickham Sound. Just got a quick question for you, a Mr. Qu- da- uh, sorry, question. Tell me what you think about me. Yes. When do you think you'll go to the cinema again? <laughs> When Star Wars out? Okay, Christmas. Yeah, I might go and see Joker, possibly. Oh, okay, good, good, good. I good. don't know why. Think about it. Just. <gasps> I think you might have to go and see something else next week as well. What's... I think your other half might want you to go and see something. Oh, what's that? Judy. Ah, yes. Ah, yes, that is true. Yeah. Listen to some of the music actually of it because the soundtrack's out already. Mm-hmm. Actually, not bad. Mm. There is. Uh, the, Judy does a song with Sam Smith, whoever's playing I don't Judy. think Judy does. No, but whoever's playing Judy. Renee Zellweger. Thank you. Does a song with Sam Smith. Actually, rather good. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I think you might have to go and see that. I, I'm, I will go and see that. Okay, yeah. good. Should we have a little bit of film news? <laughs> Uh, Disney's next live action starts oh, shooting in the spring. That's exciting. Why? Just because... You just don't like them all? No, because it, it, I don't see what they can... Well, carry on with the story and then I'll get to it. Uh, well, this one will be Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Now, I'm surprised by this one. Why are you surprised by this one? Because I didn't think you were allowed to call them dwarves anymore. Um... Well, they still do in Panto. Oh, do they still do in Panto? It's still do Snow they? White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Um, but... It's just going to be... I would imagine it's just going to be like The Lion King. Now, you see, I would think... This this was the, the problem. Mm. It wasn't the word dwarfs. No. It was... They would have to use dwarfs. Actors who yes. are dwarfs. Because you couldn't just... You can't CGI them. That would be horrifically wrong. Well, no, but they did in Maleficent. Was it Maleficent? No, it was Snow White and the Huntsman. There were dwarfs. Oh, and they yeah. were played by uh, Nick Frost and oh, that's Ray true. Winston. Yes. But I don't think now. I don't think they would. You'd no. be allowed to do that. So. And, you know, and so, right. There, you know, there no, is. That is right. But you, yeah. you need seven good actors to play dwarfs, yeah. don't you? So, anyway, yes. Um, uh, they, they first started this in 2016. That was when Disney confirmed it. Uh, updates were scarce until earlier this year when it was reported. Um, uh, Mark Webb, who directed The Amazing, Amazing Spider-Man, was being eyed to direct the project using a sc- screenplay from the writer of The Girl on the Train. Uh, Webb is now confirmed and is set to direct the movie. Oscar-winning songwriters Pasek and Paul, oh. who did uh, La La Land and The Greatest Showman, Showman and, are um, providing original music. And West End show Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, this isn't, this isn't that show. I'm just, showing, I'm just telling you more. You're just showing off, aren't yeah. you? Uh, and uh, Mark Platt, who produced Mary Poppins Returns, is on board as producer. So, yeah. Mm. It may happen. It may. I just don't... I just see You're it... You're just not looking forward to it, I just see it being like Lion King. It's just going to be the same story. They're not going to add anything to it, because they can't, really. Um, Can they? Not that, because it's based on an existing story, property. Whereas yeah. Lion King, they could have changed it. Yeah. Because Lion King was not a fairy tale or no. something. So, I mean, they can go back to the original Snow White, which is probably a lot nastier. They, they could do that. Because most of uh, Grimm's and Hang's Hang, Christmas... Yeah, Hanson they're not going to do that, though, particu- are they? Why not? No, I, An X-rated Snow White. It's not going to be that, no. no? Okay. But then who is the evil person in Snow White? Is it Maleficent? No, that's Sleeping Beauty. Uh, it's the, uh, the, witch, the witch who gives yeah. her the apple. Isn't it? Never mind, then. Never mind. No. Okay. Uh, Guardians. Yeah, got loads. Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey! 
You're very excited. But director James Gunn has shared a disappointing update uh, oh. regarding the start of production on his Marvel movie, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, as followers of the filmmaker will know, his recent history with the franchise has been dogged by controversy when he was sacked from the third uh, instalment. Hoping to resuscitate his career, he has jumped on board the reboot of The Suicide Squad before Marvel bought him back for Guardians 3. But because of his commitments to DC, this means that Guardians is going to be delayed and he's now not going to start Guardians until he's finished editing The Suicide Squad. Well, that's so it looks be- like he won't even start work on it for another 18 months. But then he's already got a script... So he's not going to do anything like that because he already had it. Because when they said he wasn't coming back, they said we're going to use his script. So yeah. the script is done. Yeah, yeah, but he's not going to start. The rumour was yeah. he was going to start work on it after the production of Suicide Squad. Right. But now they're going to wait until he's finished editing it. But when is the next one meant to come out, Guardians of the Galaxy 3? I don't think they've 2022. Been yeah. He's got two years. Well, it could be pushed back further. Because okay. they're not going to start it for another 18 months. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Don't argue with me, I'm the expert. Um, In other breaking news, Colin Besley's here. He's a bit wet, look at him. (laughs) I've always said that about Colin, (laughs) to be honest. Well, true. Hi, Colin. Can we have a weather update, please? Damp. Damp. Just damp. Is that it? Raining. Persisting. Persistently. Persisting terrain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Colin, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm very well. What was for dinner tonight? Uh, Lasagna. Oh. Oh. Uh, Not made from scratch. You say lasagna, I say lasagna. Let's get yeah. the whole thing off. Uh, packet or made? Well, somebody made it and then put it in a packet. Well, <laughs> Colin, did you make it? No. Um, oh, Colin. But it wasn't like it. a packet as such. It was more as like one of those silver foil trays. I much prefer those because packet suggests a bit more sort of, you know, what? packet. Were you, were you, when you said packet, were you suggesting microwavable? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not that. It wasn't that. It was in the oven. Yeah, oven, oven baked. <laughs> Here we have Colin <laughs> and his oven baked Colin has lasagna. Made lasagna. <laughs> this week on this week on lasagna better. This week on MasterChef, Colin will make a lasagna. Talking of MasterChef, yes, oh, which we weren't, but talking of MasterChef, <laughs> I mentioned it as we were. Yeah, yeah, you brought um, it up. I was watching Pointless Celebrities yesterday, and it was voiceover. Were you on that? No, not, not yet. Pointless no. Celebrity. Hey, no. when they do an award nomination? Oh no, we'll be on that. <laughs> we'll be on for best promo, you'll be on that. Well, promo is excellent. Congratulations on your Th- promo. Thank, thank you very you. much. Thank you. Um, no, it was a voice, famous voices. Oh, right. And okay. India Knight, I think her name is, the voiceover for MasterChef. Right. Oh, she yeah. was uh, one of the contestants. Oh, right. Didn't recognise her voice at all. Oh. Every time she talked, I'd get closing my eyes. I thought she obviously puts on. Yeah, a slightly it was different a bit like voice. John Briggs who spoke to Chris for his birthday from That's the voice true. of Siri. He mm. didn't, he didn't he did, sound. He oh. did sound like the weakest link though, because he did yes. the weakest link. Mm. But Siri, obviously, they just record one. A bit more robotic. It, isn't they it? record like hello. Yeah. One. So it's a, yeah. But no, I didn't recognise. I, I could. I wouldn't have been able to tell you that was that was. I think it's Indian Knight. Uh, I think India Fisher. You were India right. Fisher. Who's Indian Knight? I'm not sure. Who knows? Wait, no, we have, hang on, we have something for Colin. Oh. Yes, we do. Because, oh. yes. because you have to have the last one, because then we haven't eaten the whole packet oh, okay. of these biscuits. That'll keep me quiet. Thank have, you. Have, you that, have that biscuit. Have Thank a you. Carry on. No. Because, we, because we had two each. Um, <laughs> packets. Some more news. Some more what? Not now, Colin. <laughs> I've turned this microphone off. Oh, it's okay. fine. <laughs> um, 
Right, a prof- which one of us is professional? Just this remind is, me. This is why we don't win awards. <laughs> That's true. Sabotage from the real broadcasters. Yeah. Monday movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Um, more film news. Marvel mastermind Kevin Feige, because he hasn't got enough to do. Hasn't he? No, he's de- decided he's going to develop a new Star Wars film. Oh. Um, he's the driving force behind um, Marvel, of course. But it's all in the same building, probably. You know, it's Marvel, Disney, yeah, Lucasfilm. I presume so, yeah. yeah. But according to the Hollywood Reporter, the Walt Disney Company, which owns Marvel and Star Wars, has asked Feige to work on Star Wars material uh, with Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, Alan Horn, who is the chair of Disney, says, with the close the close of the Skywalker saga, uh, Kathleen Kennedy is pursuing a new era in Star Wars storytelling, and knowing what a diehard fan Feige is made sense for these two extraordinary producers to work on a Star Wars film together. And also, he's very good at... Well, films, as we've seen from the Marvel, <laughs> as we've seen from the Marvel ones, and coming up with stories. Yes, he is. So you know, he seems like the right person. I'd imagine um, also the person that did. I can't remember what his name is, but has done a lot of the animated ones and knows a lot about the lore of Star Wars. Will we have a, a key role in that as well? The lore. Oh, the lore. L-O-R-E. L-O-R-E. Right, yeah. not L-A-W. No. Star Wars laws. Um, yeah, so that... that yeah, I'm not a fan of Star Wars, so no. I'm not... Although I did read this week that George Lucas wasn't happy with the way Star Wars uh, are going. Oh, really? They showed him the the, um, the stories for oh. the last three films and he wasn't happy with any of that, well, Was it because it, it wasn't his story? I mean, I'm sure he's still upset to the check. <laughs> yes, exactly. At the end of the day, but he wasn't happy. Dave Filoni is who I was thinking of. Yes, yes. bless you. Uh, stick with Marvel, some news for you. You can talk about this news, on, come on. Sorry, hang on, what was that? Film news. Yeah. Uh, What's that? Because of the story. It deserves this. Oh, OK, go on, tell us then. Spider-Man's back! I've rented a crowd! You'd have to. No, I have Um, to. So, after falling out, Disney and Sony have made kissed it and made a PR up, stunts. and Dis- uh, Spider-Man will now be allowed back into the MCU, but only for... This film and this one film. other one. But there's also rumour that he will appear in the Venom 2. But all that because Venom becomes into the MCU. But then they've always said they didn't want him in the, the Marvel Universe. Who don't? Uh, Marvel. Don't they? Well, they didn't want Venom. No, apparently not. No, but but Venom wants Spider-Man. Yes, but I'm saying, will this bring him in? Oh, I don't Have know. They changed the mind on that I as don't well. Know. I think it was all a b- PR stunt. Shall I tell you why? Please do. Because they released a video of uh, the news reporter that's seen at the end of Spider-Man. Yep. Uh, they've re- already filmed another video with him oh. saying how bad Spike. The DVD comes out soon. Um, saying you know how great Spider-Man is and, and how great Mysterio is. So oh. I think it was all a stunt. Do you know? Not that they need it, but... Well, they didn't need it, but he yeah. got them in the papers for the last two weeks. Wait, so two weeks? Has it been longer than oh, that? Oh, it's been about a month. Oh, OK. He got them in the paper for a month yeah. then. OK. Uh, so, yeah, so that's Spider-Man back in the MCU. And talking about people coming back... Yes. Uh, <laughs> Laura Dern, Sam Neill and Jeff Gold- Goldblum... Goldblum. ...are all returning to Jurassic Park. Oh. You can turn his microphone back up now. He's finished it eating. Is. Oh, it is. Oh, he's just being uncharacteristically quiet. quiet. <laughs> I wasn't trying to react to the Jurassic Park news. Yes, uh, in a move... Is that dis- good news or bad news? It's very good news. Oh. Don't you think? I what? suppose. Hang on, wasn't Jeff Goldblum in the other ones, but only for about two seconds? 
I think he was in the second one or third yeah. one, for, but just for a bit. But uh, according to The Guardian, in a move designed to boost interest in the third Jurassic World film, producers have announced that Goldblum and Neil, uh, stars of the original film, <laughs> will appear... Are they all one person? I've got, I have a professional newsreader sitting next to me, so I, I, I'm, are you sc- I'm, are I'm you very right? nervous about yeah. reading out loud. Uh, according to Deadline, the three actors will reprise their roles from the Spielberg-directed dinosaur film released in... Cinemas. Which year, though? 19. Yes. <coughs> 60. Don't be so hey? ridiculous. I'm, uh, no. I don't know. 93. Ooh. Oh, wow, really? Another film that was released before Luke was born. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Add to The Lion King. <laughs> he wasn't born when that came out. Quite, no, you could say quite a lot of films. Yes. Because there was quite a lot before 96. Yeah, but for me and probably for Colin, Jurassic Park and Lion King don't feel like... No. No. That no. long ago. No, that's true. But we forget that you're <laughs> older only, than Luke. Yeah, we forget yeah. you're only 12. Not at all Jurassic. Currently, the film is known as Jurassic World 3. It's going to be directed by Colin Trevorrow, who directed Jurassic World 1. Mm. There we go. Another well-known Colin. It's going to start shooting next year at Pinewood. Ooh. I've already seen his parking space. I've already seen the dinosaurs. And I've actually seen him. Oh, have you? No, but i tell you what I did see at Pinewood tell uh, me. last week. An X-Wing fighter. Did you? On the back of an articulated lorry, they were taking it from one tr- one stage to another. They had tarpaulin on it and about 100 people walking around <laughs> making sure the tarpaulin didn't flap up so that nobody could see what was I, underneath it. Wow. It's pretty obvious what it is, though, from above, surely. It's covered in a tarpaulin. Yeah, but the shape of it. Well, no, because it's covered in a tarpaulin. Oh, OK. But isn't Once that... you cover something, in, you can't actually see what it is. Yeah, but you can see the shape of it, can't you? Well, not really, because it... No, because the tarpaulin... <laughs> this is how tarpaulin works. I didn't say they'd wrapped it. Oh, OK. <laughs> it wasn't like an X-Wing Christmas present. <laughs> Why are I they still They just draped it over... Are they still doing um, extra bits for Star Wars? Oh, though? they must be, or they were taking it somewhere. That's a bit late in the day, isn't it? Well... There's only two months as of tomorrow. Or they're prepping on the next one. Mm. When's the next one meant to be coming out? Not till like... You need to ask a film expert. I if did. Only we knew one. <laughs> I yes. did. I always will have just tuned in. They worked out how tarpaulin works as well. That's a nice introduction. It's a nice word, isn't it? Tarpaulin. 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 Mm, tarpaulin. tarpaulin. Uh, uh, that's it for this week. Oh. Uh, so, of the films that we've reviewed, the one to go and see is Ready or Not, the comedy horror. Have you read The Goldfinch? No. No. Okay. Don't go and see the film. Oh, really? No. I've seen the trailer. What's, what, what's been your favourite film so far this year, Colin Besley? Oh, that's an on-the-spot type question. It has to be... <laughs> got I've, two minutes. <laughs> uh, it would probably have to be... Bohemian Rhapsody was this year, wasn't it? That was this year. Probably that. Was it? Yes, it was. Yes. Uh, oh, not at the cinema, I don't think. I oh, think really? there was cinema last year, DVD oh. this year. A Rocket, Man. Not, a Rocket Man is out on DVD and Blu-ray today. Today. Ooh. If um, you want to go and see that, and when, digital that well. download. Okay, Bohemian Rhapsody was last year, but when in last year? When in last year? When in last year? Let's go for September. September? Yeah. As late as that? November? October. Oh, in the middle. Oh, split the middle. There we so go. So 12 split months ago. So yeah. it's a year ago. 12 months ago. Oh. Yeah, as of the end of October. So this year, my favourite film at the cinema <laughs> might have to be... With a song from last year. Uh, oh, I really enjoyed, actually, yesterday. Why? What did you do? What did you do yesterday? <laughs> Ah, like a comedy show. Oh, Warming up for the comedy show. Still show-tale. not award nominated. <laughs> no. Unbelievable. Uh, but that's it for this week. Oh, there no. we go. Uh, a bigger week next week. Next week's show will be brought to you by the letter J. What's that for? Uh, as we take a look at Rennie Zellweger in Judy, the biopic about Judy Garland, and Joaquin Phoenix in Joker, the biopic about Michael McIntyre. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not about Michael no. McIntyre. It's about, <laughs> about Colin. It's about Colin. <laughs> They've made a film about you. <laughs> the Joker. Uh, hopefully a full compliment, because Toby has promised he will go and watch Joker. 
Uh, fingers crossed. <laughs> I fingers doubt crossed. it. Luke has said he might go and watch Joker. Or oh. Judy. Or Judy. Or, or both. both. Could you possibly. imagine? I, I would probably pass I need, out. Look, we've only got a couple more months. I've got to get up to ten films where I can't do a top ten. That is very true. Yeah. We need you to <laughs> have top a top ten. All of them. We need yeah. you to have a top ten. But yes, yeah, so that's Joker and Judy. Uh, I'm not sure if there's anything else out, but they are the two big ones for next big week. Films. Looking forward to I've them. not seen any trailers for Judy. Uh, I've seen them at the cinema quite a lot. Obviously. And I was almost in a scene as I walked out of Pinewood, uh, the, the doors we used, and they were filming a wedding scene out, oh. out front that was being used as a registry office. Probably so you've almost so you been in a scene, haven't you? He was, his office was in Mary Poppins. Yeah, my office is in Mary Poppins. You might be able to see me waving from Hello. the window. <laughs> Chim chimity chim chimity chim chim chimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchimchim
uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Interesting? No, obviously, obviously they had an interesting yeah. life, but not sort of, it's not all drugs and disasters no, and stuff. No, it was, that's it fair was, enough. It, they had a fairly... Mm, straightforward straightforward road to the top became yeah. famous disbanded stuff like that you know yeah. Yoko comes along spoils everything but apart from that whereas people like Freddie Mercury that Elton John. John had sort of rocky roads yeah and that is true stuff like I'm that. trying to think of someone that has had a had a rocky Justin Bieber oh there probably will be <laughs> yeah eventually in time in time yes when we're award winning because at the moment he could play himself that's Didn't true. Because he? he has he acted before. He yeah. was in Zoolander. That's true. Two. 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 Um, yeah, there's no one else I don't think that I can think of. Amy Winehouse, but then the, the documentary was, Amy, you yeah. know, Foo Fighters covered that. I know nothing about the Foo no, Fighters. Neither do I. Nothing. Just picking Iggy down. Pop, possibly. Possibly. That would be good. Kiss. Possibly. Yeah. Rick Astley. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kylie Minogue. Well, she hasn't really had, a, you know, right. Dolly Parton. interesting life. I don't think she has either. No, no. You need people who've had uh, drink problems, drug problems, divorces, or domestic violence, something like that. Rod Stewart. Mm, I think that's just drinking and being a lager lout. Okay. I don't think it's you know um, not the stuff of great drama. I think we've. I think. I, don't think. I think we've got through everybody. I can't think of any interesting singers. There must be someone. No, I think we got through all of them. Must be someone. Because else. everyone, a there was singer. sort of a period, wasn't it, where it, you know it was. Drugs, rock and roll. We had Johnny Cash, yeah, and Ray Charles, yeah, had that. But they all had more interesting lives. So they don't have to necessarily be brilliant singers. No, they just need to be successful with tragic lives. But so everyone now is sort of calmed down. You don't get people like you used to. No, not throwing you? like frigid. Louis Capaldi window. isn't going to be causing problems. Uh, yeah, on but he's play, brilliant he? anyway. Yes, he <laughs> he's is. Hilarious. Although on Strictly on Sunday, I didn't hear it. Which was recorded wasn't two wasn't great. Was recorded two weeks ago. It wasn't great. No. No. What do you mean it was recorded it two weeks ago? It wasn't recorded this week. How do you know that? Because uh, in the week they put up a photo of Jeanette and Ali Ash yes. hugging him, and that was Thursday. <laughs> so unless really? they, yeah, so they must have recorded it. Either. But then Thursday they do um, blocking. Yeah, but would I, let me find out what it was. They have to do blocking. Yeah, but then would they have got... That's a technical term. If you've done three years I of know film it's TV, a, you'd know what it meant. I know what it means. It's camera blocking. Surely they can't lie about him being there on that day. Well, it's not recorded. It's not live on a Sunday anyway. No, no, no. But surely they can't lie about it, him not have been there on the Saturday. Why not? Because he was on... He, another reason why is because he was doing a show on Sunday. Hmm... Okay, well, and it my, wasn't, my faith in the BBC has been shaken slightly. <laughs> it wasn't, it's not like it was in London either. His show was, you know, quite um, far away. I can't remember where I saw it. Oh, here it is. This was on four days ago. When was that? Was that Thursday? One, no, two, three, th Thursday. Yeah, that's when they do blocking. But I just don't think, I don't know. Well, could I, you find out for next week, please? Yeah, I'll, I don't much. know who I'll get in contact with, but well, um, you're a, you're 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 a director and a station manager of an award-winning radio okay. station. If, if there is anybody who can get in contact with pop stars, it's you. <laughs> yeah, believe isn't me, it? it's not that easy. Just tweet him; he'll probably reply. He probably to you. would reply. But I reckon they did it in the week because he was he was doing a show. But then that's fine because it's a pre-recorded show anyway. Yes, I know. But if you were there on the Saturday, you would be expecting to see him sing. True. So you, are you saying they got an audience in? No, no, no. They did it last last weekend. So they did it last Saturday. Oh, now I'm going to have to watch both to see if there's people in the front row wearing the same people. Yeah. Although I'm going to dare you now tomorrow. Yeah. 
tweet him Lewis Capaldi and ask him when did he record okay. the Strictly and see if you get an answer I bet you will I bet I won't I bet you will do you think yes he's the Aldi replied to my tweet so why wouldn't <laughs> Lewis Capaldi I don't think because it's can... very Aldi Lewis Capaldi nice is it the same they're person they're basically related that's true so there you go I, okay, fair enough. I I don't think it was. Um, well, we'll find out day. once you've tweeted. Okay, fair enough. Right, uh, we've, not, we've not had a reply from Toby. He's out enjoying He's himself. Out. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, well it. that's it then we thanks for listening this done. has been your podcast your on local friendly neighbourhood podcast nicely done on um, International Podcast Day yes indeed not released on podcast day probably no, Saturday probably next week and not an award nominated podcast no. but you know what who we cares don't, we don't care no award winners are just show offs they are we don't want to show off no we don't no no <laughs> <laughs> told you it wasn't over <laughs> Bye then. Bye. See you next week. Over the top. Sorry. It's because we're not all bored on the Stop coming in. You've been listening to a podcast from Wickham Sound. To find out more, head to wickhamsound.org.uk.